This is Hallway Chats, where we meet people who use WordPress. We ask questions, and our guests share their stories, ideas, and perspectives. And now the conversation begins. This is episode 132. Welcome to Hallway Chats. I'm Tara Clays. And I'm Liam Dempsey. Today, we're joined by Pratesh Vora. Pratesh leads growth marketing and operations at BlogVault, Malcare, and WP Remote. Previously, he co-founded and sold Uninstall.io. He is an entrepreneur at heart who loves challenging the status quo. Pratesh says he is a hardcore growth geek. Welcome, Pratesh. Thank you for joining us. It's my pleasure. Thank you, Liam and Tara. It's a pleasure to be here. Nice to have you here today. Can you tell us more about yourself, Pratesh? Uh, absolutely. Um, so, hey, guys. Um, I'm Pratesh, uh, and we are WordPress plugin makers. So I'm from the absolute other side of the world, from Bangalore, India. Uh, it's almost, uh, yeah, just about past evening here. Uh, I lead growth marketing and operations, as Liam said, for uh, four of successful WordPress plugins of our company. Uh, the first one is, is BlogVault. It's a cloud-based WordPress backup and staging service. The second is Malcare, which is a high-performance WordPress security solution. Third is WP Remote, uh, which is a new-gen WordPress site management solution for agencies. And lastly, Migrate Guru, which is a completely free uh, migration plugin for the WordPress community. Um, so that's uh, what we do. Um, I just learned about Migrate Guru last week, and man, it was amazing. It was great. I really, I mean, I've used Blog Vault with hosts, with different hosts, but I hadn't been aware of that plug-in and it was a real lifesaver for me last week. So congratulations on that. Pratesh, tell us your background. How did you get started in all this tech stuff and Bangalore? And Bangalore and oh yeah. Um, yeah, that's an interesting story. So I I'm an engineer by background, a software engineer. Um, so India is, is, is a decently sizable country. Um, so I was born in the eastern part of India, uh, born and brought up, did my education in the eastern part of India, uh, completed my engineering, and then uh, got off, uh, was, was placed through our uh, college campus in one of the largest software companies in India, um, where I had to go from, move out of, go from east to the western part of India in Mumbai. Uh, which is the largest city in, in India. Um, so I spent a few years there um, with that company uh, and I got a, one of the best opportunities uh, while staying in that company when I stayed in United States for a few years um, and went through uh, Europe and United Kingdom. Uh, after that, you know, uh, after spending around five, six years, it, it just felt like, there was something which was missing. Uh, there was something which was missing in me. Uh, and I have always wanted to do more, contribute more, um, find ways in which I can contribute more uh, and, and make someone's life better. And that's when uh, I jumped the ship from a multinational company 
uh, I was pretty comfortable in that place and then uh, jumped the ship from that multinational company and joined a really, really, really small uh, startup, which was based out of one of the most premier institutes of India, uh, in the south of India. So I started from east, went to west, and then moved to south of India. Uh, we were working out of a college, a small college dorm, uh, just uh, two people uh, trying to uh, make a difference in the world. You know, at that, at that point of time, it just sounds so, uh, with all the enthusiasm and excitement, uh, the only thing we wanted to do was go by Steve Jobs' uh, words, uh, make a dent in the universe. And I, I can now uh, look back at it and smile and say how naive that was. Uh, you know, how, how how childish we were. But I loved the energy and enthusiasm that, uh, and the fun, the, the most important part was the fun that, that was involved in, in building a product startup and scaling it and growing it to, uh, to do certain things. Um, so for various reasons, uh, uh, we, we scaled that startup and then eventually uh, we had to uh, shut it down. It did not scale to the, to the levels that we wanted. Uh, and that led me to get in touch with a couple of other colleagues uh, who I had been working with. And uh, that's when I made my move to Bangalore. So I came to Bangalore, uh, we all got together and we built uh, another product called uninstall.io. Uh, it was in fact, it, it was the first of its uh, kind product which helped detect uh, mobile app uninstallations, you know, and helped um, uh, essentially mobile owners, mobile app owners. So if you are an Uber, uh, will our product would let you understand who has uninstalled your app and why do they uninstall your app. So it was an analytics around uh, mobile app uninstallations. And uh, we started again, it was, it was, it was a childlike moment when uh, with all the enthusiasm and excited, we, we built this product and we, we scaled it. We were part of Microsoft's accelerator. We raised some money around it from uh, some of the prominent investors in the country and outside, including 500 startups. Uh, from the United States. Uh, and we eventually, we were scaling it. Uh, the business was doing decently well, and then we got a nice opportunity where uh, we were acquired by a, a company in Southeast Asia. Uh, and all this while, you know, I've been working on either mobile products, mo mobile-related products, uh, where mobile is at the center of everything that we do. And, and mobile was considered to be, uh, funnily enough for me, mobile was like a really advanced uh, advanced technology or, or structure that we were working on. Um, and then I met Akshat, Akshat who's the founder of uh, this company uh, after my acquisition. And, and uh, you know, it was sort of, uh, he threw me a challenge of, uh, you know, that we are a WordPress-based company. And I, I'm going to be honest here, I had literally, I had no clue about what WordPress is. And I used to think, isn't that a really old technology? Isn't that something which is, you know, like used by people who are not doing, uh, who, who are not able to get hands on the latest like Angular and uh, there were a lot of uh, buzzwords going around, right? Node.js, AngularJS. Um, so I had my own set of apprehensions thinking, um, I don't know, do I really want to go take a step back and, and look at uh, a technology which has, uh, which has not been 
which has been stagnant for quite some time. Uh, essentially, PHP uh, related <laughs> products. Or do, I want to, or do I want to move to the next stage of technology, which is AI and ML uh, and machine learning and all those things? But uh, uh, but Akshat showed me. You know, uh, he he told me more about the WordPress ecosystem, the WordPress uh, as a ecosystem, as a product, the impact it has on uh, the global, uh, the power of publishing that's there. Although I, I, I'm going to be honest, I was still not convinced about all of that. Uh, but heck yeah, I thought, you know what, it's a, it's a good challenge. Uh, the product has been growing, the product is solid, uh, the team is solid, uh, they're, they're getting decent traction, and it's a real challenge to see uh, take them from where they are, uh, from X to 10X. And, and that's the challenge which uh, excited me and I joined this company, I think almost uh, two and a half years ago when there was just a blog wall. Uh, that's all we had as a product. Um, and after seeing the inside of WordPress, uh, you know, after spending some time, uh, for more than two years now in WordPress, I, I understand how he feels and what the community is and how wrong was I to just measure it based on technology. Pratesh, that's that's quite the story you shared with us. And there's, there's a lot of things I could spend all day chatting with you about. I do want to go back to one of your earlier statements that, that I wrote down. And I think it's probably the biggest understatement we've ever had on this show. And you said... India is a decently sizable country. <laughs> That's hilarious. You're awesome. I love it. Um, but but your, your your journey to WordPress is is really interesting to me because I am I am not a tech focused engineer. I am a, I'm a designer. I'm a marketing consultant. Uh, Tara has a has a similar lean to 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 me, and um, that you kind of came to WordPress with what might be perceived as a kind of a typical, oh, it's WordPress, it's old, it's out of date, it's PHP, it's simple. And then you've learned and, and, and really enjoy it now. I wonder about, it sounds like your new role in, in, in terms of growth focus is less code-driven, code-focused, programming-focused, and more kind of marketing community-focused. Is that correct? And if so, how do you feel about that uh, that transition? What's been that been like? All right. So um, I'm one of those people. For me, uh, product is at the center of everything. Um, and having an engineering background, a software engineering background, gives me that edge where I'd love to stay close to technology. Um, you know, I've built to the extent even when I was when I left programming per se, uh, the bug inside me uh, made me develop a few automated Excel tools because I just love automating things. Um, so that's why I'm, I'm, I'm always very close to the product as such. Uh, and for my own startup, the startup before that, I, I was still in the marketing and uh, business and growth role where, where it's a small team, you are practically everyone, right? Um, barring, barring, uh, the coding part, and and you play all the roles, uh, including support. Um, so the product has been at the centerpiece of everything. So things have really not changed. Uh, I I love I want to use the product, and be convinced, and love and take that passion into the market. 
right? And to be passionate about something, it's extremely essential for me to fully uh, eat my own dog food. And that, that's the, it, it's not the best way to describe it, but yeah, uh, until I eat my dog food and, and I realize I, I, I cannot translate that passion into um, growing or translating it into the communication that we put into it. Does it answer your question? Yeah, does I it get make that. Sense? Yeah, it totally does. It totally does. It totally does. And those for those non-tech leaning folks who have never heard the phrase to eat your own dog food, which I remember the first time I heard it 10 years ago, and you're, you're going to do what? Uh, it, it means to use your own product or run your own code and use it in your own life. So pretty much eat what you cook kind of thing. Kind of thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I'm your first to... experience. Sorry, Pratish, I think we stepped on each other. I'll let you talk. Go ahead. No, that's it. I, I was just saying, I'm not sure if I like what I, what I cook. So, <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question about the WordPress community, because as you shared with us, it was clear that you weren't familiar with it. And you started looking at it from a, from a tech standpoint, but Akshat was, was kind enough to slow down and chat you through that a little bit. I'm guessing you've probably been to at least one WordCamp now. And if so, what was that like for you? What was your first WordCamp like? Wow. And that's, that's quite an experience. Um, and you've hit it, the nail right on its head. Um, so I, me being an outsider has brings a very, very different perspective on how we look at things. Uh, there are advantages as well as disadvantages because I do not understand a lot of nuances. Uh, related to WordPress, right, which are so commonly taken for granted. Um, so I joined, I, I think I joined mid-year uh, in June or July and um, spent a few months just trying to set up things, getting an understanding of what we do, uh, build the basic foundations. And then Akshat and I, I spoke and he said, uh, you know what, we should, we should go attend WordCamp US. I'm like, okay, you know what? That's fine. Um, yeah, let's do that. And so the first WordCamp that I ever attended was uh, WordCamp US. I, I had not even attended, I had not attended any local or any regional WordCamp. And the first one that I made was to WordCamp US. Um, and that was in itself was quite an experience for me. Uh, of all the conferences, I, I've spoken in a lot of uh, conferences uh, when I was in the mobile ecosystem, uh, because that demanded, uh, it was part of one of the strategies to grow our business as well. Um, and the, the atmosphere of those conferences versus what you see here in, in a WordCamp, it's just like North Pole, South Pole. The whole mindset is different. Um, the, the, the normal conferences have the sales mindset um, let's get business done mindset versus a WordCamp, which is more like a, it, it's, it's more like a family picnic and a mentoring session. It's more like a, an accelerator or, or a camping session, right? Where uh, there's more personal, uh, there's more of a personal feel to it than business. Yeah, I love the idea of like a family picnic. That's a great analogy. It is a lot like that. Um, and the more you go, it's like a family reunion because you have you see people Absolutely. that you've met 
many times before. So that's a great analogy. Um, I love your passion for what you've done and startups and the energy that you convey that you um, bring to and get from these types of projects. Pratesh, I'd like to ask you a question we ask everyone, which is about success and how you define success. Can you share with us your definition of success, what it means to you? Um, sure. Um, you know, and, and this one, this question when I was, even when I was filling the form, it, it threw me off a bit, uh, to be honest. Um, you, you do keep, keep thinking about it. You do keep, uh, uh, you know, you don't hear, uh, you, you don't get asked such things, you know, so regularly, so often. So uh, when I was trying to fill the form, it really gave me an opportunity to just think a little bit. So when I was, when I filled the form, I just filled something, uh, you know, as a placeholder, to be honest. But then I went back and uh, I really thought about it. You know, what, what does it, what does it uh, really mean after a few years that I've spent in, in this company um, and the kind of work that I do. So what brings me, uh, so success, is, I equate it to something that can bring you joy or happiness, right? And what, it's extremely subjective. First of all, it's extremely subjective. But the way I would see it is if we can get, if we can unite or get people, a bunch of people together to help achieve a mission that can make a difference in someone's life. It can be, you know, it does not need to be millions of people, but as long as it makes a difference in someone's life uh, by uniting a bunch of people, uh, achieving a mission, I think I would be, I would call that a success. You sound like a leader and as somebody who enjoys um, working with other people. Do you work? Uh, I mean, I know right now we are recording this during social distancing and coronavirus times, but do you, do you work from home alone or do you work in an office with other people? Wow, that's, that's one question which um, you, you'll not believe it. It's something which is probably common in Western countries, uh, but for, for us, we are, a, we, are, we are a company which is cultured towards working from office. Right, everyone, every one of us is placed in an office together, working together uh, from an office space, right? So when this Corona thing happened, it was like we had to make an overnight adjustment to working remote. And I'm going to be honest, it was not, it was not easy. We are not used to working remote. We are so used to seeing people face to face, doing that verbal communication, uh, you know, fighting something, fighting about something, getting someone from the team and asking them to get into a room. Okay, let's try and do this. Let's uh, get this thing done. Uh, get this out of the, out of the way. Um, as in how things move along, right? There's a lot of momentum, a lot of energy when you're in a physical space. So suddenly when we had to, uh, move out of, uh, go remote because of the coronavirus situation. None of us were prepared. None of us were ready for it. So it took us almost a week to just get used to the fact of how do we align ourselves? How do we align our goals while working remote? You know, and the way we started initially, it was like for every small thing we would 
we would set up a meeting we would set up a call we would set up a meeting to discuss everything because we are so used to that doing that in the physical space uh, the colleagues are sitting right across the table and you know you get into a verbal communication and and nail it out uh, but now gradually we've learned it the hard way that uh, there's there's no better thing than uh, written communication written communication can take care of avoiding so many meetings and can make you uh, usually productive and so many meetings can just be avoided if you master the art of written communication yeah that transition from from office space to remote is is interesting i was out just riding my bike around my neighborhood in suburban philadelphia or in a neighboring neighborhood and bumped into a friend and had a very similar experience to what you had, Pratesh, where he, he goes into the office day in, day out for years on end, and all of a sudden he's at home and he's not seeing anybody. And the normal way of the way that his company got things done and did stuff, the day-to-day stuff is, is totally upended. And so he's adjusted and he's finding some value in it now, but it, it definitely threw him for a loop in the, in the first week or two as well. So I think that, that experience is probably somewhat common uh, across the world. However, I'll tell you, there's a, there's a small difference, uh, especially when you work uh, in India. I don't know about the rest of the world, but I can share what happens in India. Culturally, uh, there are a lot of families who still live with their parents, right? So, uh, Either, either the son or the daughter has, uh, is doing well and they live in a different city than their home city and they get their parents to their new place. Uh, they get their parents from their home city to the new place. And um, so what happens is, is traditionally parents are used to seeing their kids go out every day and work. You know, get out of, off, get out of home at nine o'clock, get back by seven o'clock, um, and, uh, you know, you're expected to go out. So if you don't go out, it is assumed that something's gone wrong in office. Either you've been, you've been let go or something's going, something's going weird. So the first few days, you know, you, you suddenly start getting those weird, uh, you, you start seeing weird reactions, as in they're confused. As in what the hell is happening? Why is, why is he working from home? Uh, doesn't he have any work? Has he been fired? Is he out of work? What, what is going on? That's pretty funny. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Let me let me ask you another question that we we like to to put upon our guests, and it's about advice. Pratesh, you shared that you've you started. You grew up in the the east of India. You moved to the west of India. Now you're living in. Uh, then you moved south, and now you're kind of in central yeah. India. So you're you're a man about India, if I can put it that way. And I imagine in your life, you in your journeys and your travels, you've you've picked up some advice along the way that you found useful. I wonder if you can share the the most valuable advice that you've ever come across or been told and successfully implemented in your life. Um, sure. Um, something that uh, something that I've learned the hard way. I'm not going to say I, I learned it the smart way. But something that I learned the hard way was uh, that there were two things. Uh, first was that skill uh, trumps knowledge. Right? Uh, in my early days, I used to just keep reading stuff, watching stuff, hoping to learn new things. 
and hoping to learn, um, let's say SEO. I would put in hours and hours just trying to keep, just trying to learn and learn and learn. And I would wait until I've consumed everything before I moved an inch. And by the time I'm finished learning, I, I, I suddenly realized that, you know, I've lost almost, uh, almost three months or six months just trying to learn it. And I've done nothing. I've achieved nothing. And that made me uh, even more angrier. And this was a pattern I started seeing that uh, I, I, was, I was just trying to avoid doing it. And I was in the notion that if I learn more and more, I'll automatically be able to do better. And unfortunately, even after spending hours and hours just trying to gain knowledge or trying to learn, when it came to implementation, it still felt like, even after it was three months, it still felt like day one for me. And whether, um, you know, all the time that I've spent did not just make me suddenly better uh, right on day one. Uh, it was not like I was performing at the best when, when I started implementing it on day one. Um, and, you know, when this happened, I got really angry because uh, with myself, I was like, I've spent so much time, I wasted so much time uh, doing this just trying to learn. And when I started actually implementing it, it, it was still, uh, I was still on day one and I have not achieved what I could have achieved uh, if I had spent less time. So I made a resolve and this was something which uh, I discussed with one of our colleagues as well uh, from the industry. And they said that skill is more important than knowledge. And uh, skill will only come once you start doing things rather than just learning things. It's extremely important to just go out there and do it than wait for the perfect time or moment until you've known everything. Uh, and you think that once you know everything, you'll be able to do it better, but that's never going to happen. So that was a very important lesson I learned. Um, and it really stuck with me because, you know, I, I, I'm able to implement that today. And I see that no matter, even if you put like a whole week just planning, and when we go to implementation, we see we're still on day one and we have not, we still, the 90% of that project is still unknown until we start implementing it. So now we made a rule, we run small growth experiments. Uh, we, we work on, we make certain hypotheses, but our aim is to move fast, fail fast and win fast. So that's um, one, one thing which has stuck with me for, uh, for long. That's great advice and insight. I totally agree with that. I think it's, there is such an endless amount of learning that can be done. I mean, SEO, for example, how many free SEO courses and webinars do I sign up for? Because I think I'm going to finally have all the answers, but until you're actually doing it, you really don't know what you're doing. I mean, you can have a lot of, you can speak about it because you've absorbed all of this information, but it doesn't make you good at it. And I think there is a, I guess it's it's sort of the perfect making having perfect be the enemy of the good. You it's the same concept of knowing everything before you do it. It's it's you're never going to do it, <laughs> and you're never going to do it well until you put it into practice. So I think that's excellent advice, and I totally agree with that. I also like the um, what did you say? Fail fast. So you have to be afraid. You have to not be afraid to fail when you are executing things that you might not completely know, right? You're going to probably break things and make mistakes and you have to not be afraid of that. So thank you for sharing that advice. Yeah, I'm happy to. It's 
think that's especially true in technology, right? That which we learned today, you know, SEO, Google changed something when we go to sleep, so we wake up and it's the algorithm is different. The user interface is different. Best practice is different. Development processes, you know, Gutenberg, there's always something new and different and changing that if we try to know everything, it's some kind of Sisyphistian attempt at, uh, the, at learning that will never succeed. Excellent advice. Thank you, Pratesh. Sure. Glad I could contribute. Yeah, it's also, I think, it, it carries on to the entrepreneurial spirit that you have as well. So your role with Blog Vault, with um, Offshot's company, uh, I assume has evolved. Is this something that you... Um, do you feel like you would like to start another startup on your own again, or was your experience doing that once enough? Um, <laughs> it, it's like tasting blood. <laughs> once you've tasted it, you want to go back and do it again. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know when, uh, but I have a mission here until I accomplish that mission. Uh, I'm going to definitely stick around. Um, Akshat has, uh, did give me that opportunity. He's been kind enough to give me that freedom as well uh, to do it. And once I hopefully achieve that vision or mission that we have in mind, uh, then I'll start thinking about it. But definitely, uh, it's something which is going to happen sooner than later. Well, I'm sure you will... Uh... I'm sure you'll keep adding value to that company. And I look forward to seeing what you do from here on out, Pratesh. We are unfortunately out of time. And so we need to wrap it up. Uh, can you share with us where people can find you online? Um, sure. Um, so I'm, I'm there on Twitter, although I'm not so active, but uh, at the rate Pratesh Vora, P-R-I-T-E-S-H-V-O-R-A. P-R-I-T-E-S-H-V-O-R-A on, on Twitter. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us. It's great meeting you. It was a pleasure. Thank you guys so much uh, for inviting me and making it so comfortable. Uh, it's, it's, been, it's been extremely informal and I really appreciate you guys for doing this uh, without any expectation. I mean, it's it's... It's, it's brilliant. And that's why I love WordPress. I've grown to love WordPress as a community. That's very kind. Thank, Thank you. you. We enjoyed hearing Absolutely. your insight and story. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Liam. Thanks, Pratesh. Thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate it. You're delighted that you're a part of the WordPress community, despite the old technology. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and uh, look forward to seeing great things from, from, from your work and your career. Thanks again for joining us. Bye. Thank you so much. Take care, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you like what we're doing here, meeting new people in our WordPress community, we invite you to tell others about it. We're on iTunes and at hallwaychats.com. Better yet, ask your WordPress friends and colleagues to join us on the show. Encourage them to complete the Beyond the Show form on our site to tell us about themselves. <laughs>